Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's BudPod 180. 180, the new Iron Lady. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Today, today, well, when this comes out, yesterday... <clears throat> the Queen crowned a new Queen of England. Yes. Uh, Liz Truss. We have a, a new Prime Minister at last. Thank goodness. There's a moment there when we had the same Prime Minister for more than three months, and I thought, hey, come on now, let's change this up. This isn't how we conduct this country these days. It got boring. Yeah. It got boring. Um, now we want a whole new flavor of hijinks and mistakes. Let's swap out lazy... And have crazy. <laughs> Let's swap out lazy for crazy. From crazy to lazy. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Liz Truss is, yeah, they've just gone. What if the prime minister was um, not lazy but um, and sort of uh, 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 a liar, but instead we- weird? <laughs> really? Really weird. Truly Truly the strangest politician in the country. I can't believe... I, I, I told you that when I, I saw her do... I saw her speak at Hay, um, one of the Hay festivals years ago. She was oh, in yeah. the tent before me. Much smaller crowd. And she was just so rude. She was such a prick to everyone yeah. who asked a question. I was like, this is incredible. This is kind of intoxicating, actually. This is apparently... I was her- like, she's never going to get ahead. But now she's the Prime Minister. It's apparently... Sorry, her- Prime Ministress. Prime Ministress. Prime Ministra. Um, <laughs> it's apparently her leadership style. Rory Stewart worked un- under her and was talking about how she likes to just sort of generally belittle people and be quite rude and um, inter- interrupts people in meetings to tell- ask them arithmetic- uh, mental arithmetic questions. What, what random random ones? Yeah, just like quick. Seventeen times twenty-one. Like that's <laughs> really. Yeah, that's what Rory Stewart was saying. It's it's very funny, and he was he was being quite cheeky about it. He was saying he because Liz Truss's dad is a, some emeritus professor of mathematics, so he was like, "Oh, it's clearly some childhood trauma she's reenacting on other people." <laughs> Quick, Sajid. Uh, th- 13 times 24. Or, or daddy won't give you tea. Daddy won't give you cake and tea. We've got fucking Miss Trunchbull as the Prime Minister. Quick, yeah. you worms. Do your times tables. <laughs> she does seem absolutely crackers. I can't believe the cheese lady's Prime Minister. The, the cheese and pork markets lady. Uh, the cheese and pork woman is the PM... <laughs> PM for pork markets. I mean, uh, she seems like um, she's her, she her facial expression is like the, constantly the facial expression of someone who's been th- like who's just walked into uh, an intervention that they th- assumed was a birthday party. <laughs> what well, an intervention for them? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like slightly wide yeah. eyes, fixed grin, sort of, oh, and you're all here. But 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 also a very clear disappointment in the situation and an yeah. eagerness to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not enjoying it. Um, not enjoying every interview it. she can, every interview she conducts is like the interviewer has just interrupted her lunch. <laughs> she's got a face like she's just had a lunch interrupted. Yeah, she was about to take a sort of a cartoon bite of a, a sandwich, and then someone went, "Oh, what are we going to do about the energy crisis?" Like right as she was about to take a bite, like. <sighs> A cartoon sandwich like a whole fish in it. I remember cartoons <laughs> would have ca- sandwiches with a whole fish in them. I'm like, can you eat a whole fish in a sandwich? Is that a standard sandwich? Imagine the risks. Oh my god! Just it's straight into the head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as a kid, I always like resented a steamed, a steamed fish. Just a whole steamed fish. <laughs> Between two slices of sourdough and just just falling everywhere, it's wet. Just well, bones, man, the bones. Right through the bones. Yeah. I um, as a kid, I always resented the fact that things that was a that were just very easily eaten as meat in cartoons were not in real life. Like uh, like fish. Yes, like a chick or, or like a drumstick. Yes, that was just pure. Maybe we've spoken about this on this podcast, actually. But the frustration of having your first drumstick and it isn't just a perfect sphere of meat at the end of a... Like a lollipop. Yeah, like a stick bone. And Mm. you sort of go, well, no, I want it to tear shreds off it, but I want it to be all the way through like a kebab rotating thing. (laughs) That's what I thought this was. And they go, no, this kind of like flaps and layers and a bit of gristle. (laughs) And tendons and and there's this one there's kind uh, of one lump that you sort of eat and that's nice but then it's it's the rest of it is is a bit where you have to fight with a weird mini bone enjoy enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> yeah there's like a little trap bone here like there's a booby trap bone that will try and poke <laughs> in the mouth yeah and fish are the same where you just go I want to eat fish like a bear and they go no there's like a trillion tiny bones that any one of which could kill you apparently. I want to eat a fish like Gollum. Yeah. Just pluck it out of the water, just squeak right and squelch right into it. Like a bear in a stream, like Gollum, just like bite its muscly back. <laughs> where all the oh, yeah, he sort of splits it in two, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he just bites it on the back. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like he's not eating the guts, he's eating the kind of top bit of the fish. Yeah. Uh, that's, what, <laughs> that's the dream. A fish. Now on the Gollum diet. He's got abs. <laughs> He's got abs, to got him. Dude, look, if you crawl everywhere, you're going to get abs, my friend. That's a lot of core work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the hard uh, um, core exercises. It's, that, it's called like the Spider-Man or something. That's all side crawl or the yeah. crab crawl thing. It's hard. It really he's, gets your, your abs going. Oh, man. He's going to be so flexible from like he's always crouching, you know, his his, his joints. Yeah. He's, that's why whenever people are like, uh, God, isn't it crazy how strong like chimps and, and apes are and stuff? And it's like, well, no. I mean, if you walked on like half the time on your hands and shoulders, like you'd have fucking incred- <laughs> incredibly strong arms. <laughs> yeah. Next time, next time someone says to you, God, chimps are so strong. You know, I dare you to go, Gollum stronger, like that. <laughs> what? And like half get out like, my seat. Uh, like really, 
yeah 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 like it's really like you've been waiting for this moment and like it's really important yeah golem stronger like that and you're really like serious about it i'm half getting up out of my chair and i've got one finger raised (laughs) uh uh, golem stronger (laughs) (laughs) what golem 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 stronger golem smeagol from you know him lord of the rings he's stronger because he's always crawling (laughs) (laughs) and as, as I say, you the, weren't even part of the conversation. No, no, no. It's, in the separate conversation, it's some young guys on a party. train. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm on the aisle across from them. <laughs> <laughs> as I, <laughs> as I say the phrase, it's because he's always crawling. I'm not even looking at them anymore. I'm already sitting back down, looking at the paper. <laughs> So that as as you're as you're sort of flicking the paper back open, you just sort of go because he's always crawling. Because he's always because he's always crawling. <laughs> and then one of them goes, "What?" And I go, "Huh?" He goes, "What did you say?" Because he's always crawling. And, and then I shrug like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? This is a, it's like a sketch from I think you should leave. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, like he's yeah. He, 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 why is he annoyed that people don't know this? And he's he's like yeah. Then also like I'm so keen to intervene, but the conversation is so over for me that I'm not even looking at them as I deliver the line because he's always crawling. I'm already kind of talking to myself now. I think it's so obvious. <laughs> Got him stronger. <laughs> What? What? Gollum stronger. As I sit down, she's always crawling. More to myself than anyone else. Because they've, they've, they've got to know that. Because they know. Yeah, yeah, they know. Once, yeah, you're confident that once you've pointed this out to them, they can figure it out on them on their own. Why? Why he would be stronger? Yeah. I, like if if anything, I feel like I'm just pointing out something that they already know, but they've just forgotten. Yeah. I'm yeah. expecting them to go, oh, of course, of course, sir. Got him stronger. Got him stronger. <laughs> Single finger raised, uh, half out of the chair, still semi seated. <laughs> um, oh, that got me. Yeah, <laughs> it got um, you good. Um, us. Speaking of being got good, um, I had a lovely time last night, Phil, recording my episode of Rahalastapur. Oh, yes. I can't wait to hear it. When does it come out? The I Richard Herring Leicester Square podcast. believe it comes out in a few weeks, three weeks. Were there pod buds in the house? There were. There were pod buds. They were, we were outnumbered by the um, excuse me, Herring fans. Ah. By the Herring fleet. Oh, did you get a... Did you get a cheer going? Did you get a comparative cheer? I started a bloody uh, brawl. Um, oh, great. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Everyone brought shivs like I asked, which is good. Um, but still, that was oh, tough. It was, it was tough. Yeah. No, it was really good. There, there was... Um, I don't know. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guesstimate. Uh, maybe 10, ten pod buds. 
Ten pod buds. I think so. They were, they were all quite near the front, so it was hard to tell. For, judging by the sound, the level of sound of the Koji, it was quite a small crowd because I'm not a famous man, Philip. Um, and it's a cost of living crisis. We've all got to. Uh, cost of living crisis. Navigate. People can't afford luxury entertainments mm. as easily. Everything's going into the big toilet where the crazy pork woman is going to uh, fish it out and <laughs> tell us it's still delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Has she got a lisp in my head? She's kind of she's got something a bit weird with her voice, isn't she? A lisp, yeah. She, um, yeah, she's got. She's one of those people who sounds like she has a, a thick tongue. Not necessarily a lisp, but yeah. It's just some. It's just sometimes. It's just sometimes it's, it gets in the way. It's like just that. that sometimes she sort of talks. It's it is ridiculous. It's just kind of weird, like <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. yeah. Like there's something a bit weird going on there, or like just just been to the dentist. <laughs> yeah very strange voice uh very st- a strange voice for a strange a strange woman um mm-hmm. I, I was reading her wikipedia you know, she, yeah yeah oh well she, she used to be she was a lib dem as a student i think changed at uh, uni to to become a tory but she she was like a, an anti-royalist um no, she, it, she wanted it's even later than that she she was president of oxford lib dems and only changed in like 96 to the tories or 90 mid 90s Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, yeah. reading her Wikipedia, and she had a big sexy affair with another MP and, and destroyed his really? marriage. Yeah, destroyed his marriage, but her own marriage just survives to this day, at least in theory. Oh, wow. Yeah. When was the affair? When was the affair? When was the truss affair? Uh, it the was... The tryst. Around 2007, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Pre-financial crash. Five, seven. Um, it was with the MP who was like her sort of like, uh, her, um, sort of political tutor, like. Oh, yeah. Her, her sensei, her, um. Her senpai. Her, her senpai. Yeah. Um, so his marriage did not survive that, hers did. But isn't it nice that we've replaced one massive shagger with another massive shagger? Yeah, we're sort of we're st- but not quite as massive, but still a shagger. We have to sort of step ourselves slowly off. We can't go straight from massive shagger to to Girl Scout, but no. we need massive shagger down to mere adulterer. Yeah, and then <laughs> as far as we know, and then and then next, as far as we know, um, allegedly, and then next prime minister will be a real stick in the mud, ideally. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully it'll be Captain Rules himself, Mr. Keir Starmer. That's my, he's my guy, so far, at least. I mean... Captain Rules comes to save the day, but not in a reckless way. <laughs> Captain Rules. Yeah. It's he boring, a code. but it works. Mm. Oh, I'd love a bit of boring politics. Imagine a boring prime minister. I'm so excited for the very idea of someone who isn't extremely weird <laughs> America went too far went from uh, not boring enough, enough to act literally dead and that's too far <laughs> I think dead is Although he, too far old um, old sleepy grandpa Biden has been saying some pretty spicy stuff the last uh, few weeks I've been very pleased to see it what's he been saying he's been calling uh, the MAGA people basically fascists and saying they're gonna fucking kill you like to the public like they, they're, they're ramping up the rhetoric like <laughs> these people are insane like you know, 
Osgood, okay. They're, they're no longer okay. doing that thing where he's going like, oh, everyone's very nice if you just uh, get to know them. They're going a bit spicy. Okay, yeah. Old Grandpa Zombie's turning the heat up a little. <laughs> that's why um, that's why Pedo Hitler was trending. That's what the American Republican MAGA people decided he was called now. They decided Joe Biden is called Pedo Hitler. Yeah, because he did a speech where he was like, these guys seem crazy. Anyone else? Anyone else think these seem, these guys seem like semi-fascists? Although, don't to you, doesn't Pedo Hitler sound like someone who really hates pedos and wants to kill them? Because yeah. imagine if like there was a guy who went around killing all the pedos, then you could be you, you, people would say, "God, I mean, in the, in the pedo community, he's like he's like Pedo Hitler, that guy." <laughs> God. <laughs> Maybe we maybe take that out. In the <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to say it sounded more like uh, the strictest pedophile. Right, so like a grammar Nazi. Yeah, it's like he's trying to marshal right. all the pedophiles into some sort of uh, horrifying fascist unit. <laughs> like all the evil in one place. It would be very convenient if all the people we hated were were pedophile nazis i mean that would make life very easy mm. be nice mm. consolidate all of your your disagreements into one enormous nazi pedophile it would make morality which is otherwise quite a complex thing to navigate quite simple i suppose goodies and baddies phil i once had a very tedious conversation with someone who um insisted to my face that Good and bad, uh, good and evil were tangible concepts that existed and could be sort of measured. Who said this? Who said this? <laughs> um, so some, right, someone said to you that, but like, well, like they were quantifiable. Yeah, like like sep- separate from their own like views and culture and stuff. Right. Like, okay. what, what's the word I'm trying to say here? Objective. Um, absolute. Absolute. They, they right. were like objective absolutes that could exist externally to a moral system. It was very strange. Yeah. Because I was saying to them, like, yeah, but if you were like an Aztec, then sacrificing a, a, some slaves to try and get the harvest to work, like, that's good. That's that's a morally good thing to do. You're trying to make sure everyone has food. And they go, no, but that's evil, though. Cause, and it's like, what? no. <laughs> it was very, very... Yeah. It was really, really odd, because this is a person old, older than me uh, who is a grown-up, who ha- who, you know, has a... <laughs> A job and a mind, and has experienced life and the world. Yeah, um, you think he knows some history and has met people who think differently. Yeah, uh, you think that if swum through some shades of grey, or but uh, no, they they said no, 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 that's um, that that's bad, and these things are good. <laughs> and I said okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so strange. It was like. Uh, it was like in Dragon Ball Z where they just block every every sort of punch and you just go, oh, I can't, I can't. Like, whoosh, 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 like nothing gets through and you go, all right. You you win, I guess, in a way. <laughs> in a way, I guess you win. When was the last time you had a pointless argument with someone who didn't want to hear it? Um, Probably a while ago. Yeah, probably. People usually always want to hear my arguments. Yeah. Because they're so good. <laughs> um, huh. Oh, I don't know, really. I am... Um, mm, 
Hmm. I've I had a I've I've had um, arguments about sort of communism and and capitalism and that kind of thing. But I think I've told that story on here before. Oh yes. Been arguing with a guy who who literally said communism hasn't been tried yet. Oh, classic. I'm mean, yes. a real communist. Yeah. And the old classic. And tears. you know, the, and and then and that uh, <laughs> that really amazing argument of like when you bring up how many millions of people have died because of communism people go well how many people have died from <clears throat> the um environmental damage from capitalism and i was like what so russia and china don't have power stations you know and uh, russia famously hated coal goods soviet, the soviet union hated coal yeah. and steel <laughs> and you want to go well how good was chernobyl for for the environment um <laughs> Yeah. So the, the but the, but um, but he I, did seem actually to give to have to give it some um, some thought afterwards. He did seem a little, but we can I can never tell if you've gone through to someone or if they just want the argument to end. Yeah, they can and, sense that it's not going well for them, and they just think I need to. I I they they don't actually care about what they've just said. They just didn't think anyone would ever. They they thought they were going to get a pat on the head minimum at most, maybe some sexual favors from saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas instead now they're, yeah. they're they're being schooled. And it's happened to me once or twice, but I would never ever recount those stories here. Obviously, <laughs> I wouldn't even acknowledge that this actually happened. And if you try yeah. to tell me they have, I'll deny it. I almost sometimes, uh, you know what? Unfairly, I almost have less respect for when you like people where you say like a really obvious counter argument, and they go, "Huh?" And you go, Re- "What really?" <laughs> Well you, well, you have less respect for people who are who take what you, what you have to say on board and have an open mind. <laughs> Not an open mind so much as just like when it's a really obvious like counterpoint that you could have just imagined in your own head in the shower. Oh right, right, right. Is in like just like just sort of go, well, what if they're lying? And they go, oh yeah, and you go, really? That didn't occur to you at any point. <laughs> right, I see what you mean. That that yeah. might not be the case, it's, you know. They're, no, I know. Wow, like that. That to me is someone who's just like they've said something. Someone, someone said something. They've heard it, and it's like they found a hat in the street and they've tried it on, and they like how it fits. It's just that that kind of shallow opinion harvesting that they don't actually. They have never really thought about it. They haven't sort of yeah grubbed through yeah, all the all the options. They've just gone. I like that. I'll say that. <laughs> I like that. Mm, I'll say that. <laughs> Which we've all done at some point in our lives, but it's important to admit oh, it. Oh, for sure. It's important to admit for it. For sure. Sometimes I'll very sort of boldly say, state a claim or opinion about something, and then someone will go, oh, how so? And then in that moment, I realize, ah, oh, fuck, I haven't thought about this one yet. Because <laughs> sometimes you pick up an opinion, just sort of you put it in the chamber, and you and you go, ah, oh, that one feels about right. And I'll do the background reading at some point. But then you're yeah. called upon to defend that opinion sooner than you had time to look it up. In the schedule, yeah. So then, yeah, so, so then you go, I actually believe this. And then people go, oh, but how, how come? And you go, ah, oh, crap, no, that wasn't. Sorry, I was only going to research. I was going to research that next weekend. Um, yeah. So if you come back and ask me then. You go, well, the book's, the book's on the bedside table, so I'll, I'll text you when I've when I've justified this, but for now... That's the other, that's the other thing I do with um, opinions is if, if a book, if I've read a book that takes a side on, on a subject and the book is 
um, sufficiently long and required a sufficient commitment from me, it will become my opinion. Oh, I see. Even okay. if, because I think it's kind of like a sunk cost thing where I've gone, oh, I've spent all this time with this book and energy on it. I guess, I guess this is what I think now because if I don't, <laughs> then I've wasted all those hours reading this book. <laughs> yeah, well then what was it for if it's not what I think? Also, I guess it's also like, because I've read this one book, I now know this side of the argument better than any other side. Yeah, so it's a self And so it feels like my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you go, well, this argument's got loads behind it because the book is in my head. Have you ever read something and you've gone, oh, very good, very interesting, but at the end you're just like, but nope, don't agree. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have. Um, mm. It's hard, though, because it... it it's better when you're reading something you don't agree with where the argument is still clever. But because yes. you can go, oh, that's clever. I disagree, but that's clever. I can see why. Oh, okay. But when you're reading something you disagree with and it's just like mad, like complete, like plucked from the air horseshit, then it's really hard to finish because you just go, well, no. And if you think that, yeah. then everything you're going to say based on that is also wrong because you're basing it on a fallacy. So why am I still reading this? And you just throw it in the bin. Mm, mm, mm. But then you feel like you need to finish it just so that when you do argue your side, you can say, well, I've read the the opposite side. Yeah. I've read it. And it's mad. Say, I've read it. I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you can yell <laughs> you can yell that across the living room. But um No, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't see the I, I was saying this. I used to I used to care uh, about um, correcting stuff, and now I just let it. I just let it go. Mm. I just let. And it fly. is that because of? Is it like a life's too short kind of thing, or are uh, you understand that you can't change people now? Um, I I now I save it as uh, for someone where like I, I'll I'll correct someone if I care how they come across. So like a friend of mine say. Right. So I wouldn't right. want to leave a friend of mine saying something that I know isn't true. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Out of concern for the, the the fact that, well, the fact that it's not true, but also for, like, it's embarrassing for them to be saying something that if I can just say, and then because they're my friend and they'll listen to me and it'll, it won't be as uh, awkward, right? Right. Whereas if an And it's embarrassing if, for you, potentially. It's embarrassing People know they're your friend and yeah. people go, did you know... Pierre's friend said this said this dumb thing, and then people go, oh, "That means Pierre is dumb." And you, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's and, then that, that, that's, and then the, that's the rumor. The murmurs will spread crazy. through the crowd, Phil. Yeah, oh, he's he's, he's, been, he's been dumb the whole time. <laughs> this brain comes right off as they kind of tear my brain out of my head. An angry yeah. mob. Um, yeah, I guess of the other extreme of that is like just someone at the bus stop who goes. You know, buses are made of cream, <laughs> and and you're like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. Yeah. That's the other end, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go, <laughs> or you, you just you just nod and smile inscrutably. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like um, uh, an acquaintance uh, tweeting a historical photograph that is with the wrong caption. Yes, yes, yeah. And you know them a bit. You don't know them that well. The error's not too bad. 
it's dumb, but mm. it's not your problem. And you just go, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. It would take too much energy from all of us to resolve this for literally zero gain. Yeah. There's zero gain in it. Yeah, well, I, well, well done. Well done, Pierre. I mean, even you just saying there's zero gain in it shows progress, I think. Well, it's just fatigue, I think. Like, I, I think I've just been ground oh, down by reality. Down. Yeah. I wish I, wish I could that's say this life. was an evolved decision. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's life. That's what all the people say. Oh, the ground life. Getting ground. <laughs> ground right down. That's I good. Don't care. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, it's, it's, it started raining, Pierre. It's raining. Oh, it's lovely and grey like, and wet. It's like that bit at the end of The Little Princess where she runs out and it's raining. Do you ever, ever watch The Little Princess? What is that? And she goes, Papa! Papa! <laughs> um, she, she's, she's in a horrible orphanage and her father's gone away to India. And um, she is um, uh, looked after by a horrible orphanage mistress. Oh. And, uh, but she knows all these sort of Indian folk tales and so she escapes into Indian folklore while she's trapped in this attic um, and the man moves in near down the street and it's her father but he's got amnesia from uh, the war and uh, <laughs> and and he's like Papa! Papa! And the guy's like oh, I don't know who this little girl is and she goes Papa! And then at the end uh, the rain comes raining down and um, the papa steps outside and he's remembered and there's the papa a mist the and there's a mystical magical uh, Sikh man who has like a music box and oh, a little no. monkey on it i mean they they couldn't do it now yeah. but there's but, but this this mystical powerful maybe god Sikh man <laughs> gives her a little nod like a smiling nod and <laughs> oh, no. and the monkey sort of gives a little nod on her shoulder yeah no, and no. and then and the the papa's like, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Amy, and he, she goes, Papa. Her <laughs> um, <laughs> only line in the movie is Papa. Papa. So Papa, what is th- is this a cartoon? What is this? No, it's a live action film. Really? Um, the papa is played by the guy who becomes. <laughs> I think it's the guy who's the. the papa. Isn't he the captain in Titanic? I the don't papa? know. I think it might be. Papa! And so whenever rain, whenever rain comes down, and I've been waiting for rain for a while, I think of the little princess, and I just go, Papa! I run out into, this, into the garden and look up at the sky. Is it, is it called Papa! A little princess? The little princess. Are you, sh- are you sure? Oh, I hope so. The it looks like it's our, our little princess. Oh, Sorry. It is our little princess. One of yeah, many. Liam Cunningham. Liam Cunningham. Liam Cunningham. In a dual yeah, he's role. In a, he's mean? in Game of Thrones. He's <gasps> the, the Onion Knight? Onion Knight. Yes, Devil Seaworth. Oh, right. He's, is he the papa? He's the papa. Oh, he got blown up and he had amnesia or something. I see. I see oh, I he's see. a captain in this. Liam Cunningham is always a captain. Yeah, he's, he's always a, a captain. Nice, a nice captain. A wealthy and honest aristocrat. Okay. <laughs> Ch- chill out, mate. It's so funny the uh, these old stories, it's so you can tell they were that uh, literature used to be so aristocratic cuz 
there aren't like the 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 evil um industrialist and the plucky young upside it's like the evil industrialist and the kind industrialist <laughs> so it's all like a, it's all like um it's all they're all there was is the even good and evil all exist on the spectrum of of wealth still yeah it was, it's yeah it's like you say the evil industrial uh, the evil duke and the kind baron the nice little <laughs> baron yeah because they just can't imagine anyone else playing a sort of role in things she reprimands a chimney sweep jonas guaron who quies quies jonas jonas guaron elizondo vasar college oh wow he's very um he co-wrote gravity wow we who liam cunningham no oh the director Juanas Caron, cabron. Um, I've never probably, ever heard of this or anyone in it or anything about it. This has completely snuck by me. Well, how did you watch you it? Must watch. How did it come up in your life? Mother brought it back on VHS one day, and um, <laughs> yes. and you know you just end up watching the same thing again and again. And when you in the nineties, in those days, whatever's on cassette, you just watch. Yeah, rewind it, put it on again. Papa, papa, papa. <laughs> papa. That's gonna be in my head, fucking forever now. Thank you for that. <laughs> Every time I see rain, it's raining here yeah. too. Lovely cooling rain. Uh. Okay, we should probably read some correspondence. Yes. We should run into the rain of letters. Papa! Poo-poo! Poo-poo! Poo-poo, it's you, poo-poo. You did it, poo-poo. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ring letters, emails, emails, phone telegrams, correspondence. A short, nice um, 
flattering message from Lily saying, I, I, uh, I won't share any correspondence with you because you have too much to get through. Unless you fancy hearing about the time I got covered in so much vomit, it permanently put me off sitting at train seats, uh, table seats on trains. Oh, aye, sounds aye, interesting. Aye. But um, but 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 she hasn't included that. No, she sa- she so says she says um, a teaser. Yeah, a teaser. Koji from a founding father, Lily. Koji to you, Lily. Thank you for the little, the little tease. Ah, one can only imagine what happened. Something vomit related, um, and uh, I, I imagine it happened on a table on a train. You'd think so. Yeah, just swimming in the stuff. Must have been just um, covered in it. I Oof. think we haven't read this from Michael. Michael, do I spikele a bit of correspondence? You sure do. Dear Poddington Peas, Bud Pod Praise Redacted. Uh, um, thank you. It's called A Perfect Poo Story. I don't think we've we've read it. Hmm, a perfect one. Yeah. They say they they say it doesn't exist, the perfect poo story. Well. Says, uh, I've been a keen listener to Bud Pod for the past few weeks and have now caught up to episode 99, Stevie's Fountain of Shit in the Bath. Yes. Stevie's Fountain of Shit in the Bath. Yes. Oh, yes, the, the 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 really drunk guy who just fell into a bathtub and it squirted out of him like a fountain. Lying face down with his bum out, yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Um, he says, I've been holding off sending you my own tale for fear that you'd moved on from the topic before I'd caught up. Uh, but it's clear that the river of shit goes ever on. So here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> this is, in my view, a perfect poo story. It has spectacular fe- fecal fireworks, remains a fantastic anecdote. And best of all, I have no memory of it whatsoever. Oh, wow. She browned out. Old Michael. Oh, sorry, Michael. Browning out. Oh, yes, I'm still He browned out. Allow me to explain. I will allow you. Uh, I was born with a genetic condition known as Hirschsprung's disease. Oh. Hirschsprung's disease. Hirschsprung. is an H-I-R-S-C-H. Hirschsprung. Hmm. This has many exciting ramifications on one's internal organs, but for me it meant that my that the nerve endings in roughly six inches of my large intestine were completely inert and dead and dysfunctional. Uh-huh. As a result, this section of bowel was unable to perform its basic push-me-pull-you task. All southbound hmm. traffic was prevented from reaching its final destination, resulting in a terrible and literal logjam. Oh, it was a signal failure. Hmm. Hmm. I was uh, from birth bunged up, bummed brain. Aye, aye, aye. Mm. The fix for this was a fairly simple operation to remove the offending bit of bowel, but this had to wait until mm. I was two years old. Oh. So what followed was two years of chronic constipation, alleviated by Ugh. soap-based suppositories administered every few days. Fun, fun, fun. Aye, aye, aye. Still the cleanest anus in the kingdom. Oh, that's a terrible fart. Wash your anus out with soap. Um, at the age of roughly 18 months, I endured a particularly long barren stretch. Uh, that's another one of the kind aristocrats, barren stretch. Barren stretch. Very tall. Another gift from barren stretch, mama. <laughs> oh, will he ever stop trying to woo me? <laughs> Um, I endured a particularly long barren stretch 
Uh, 13 days without a shit, my personal record. 13 days, Phil. 13 days. Unlucky number Uh for some. He says, I was fit to burst. You could play my belly like a bongo drum. (laughs) Into Uh, the hospital we went. To be told by a fresh-faced medic that a digital examination would be necessary. Digital examination. (laughs) Digital excreation. Nice. Thank you. That's good. Digital in your bum place. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, digital um, shit on my face. Yes. <laughs> well, digital. <laughs> That's a theme tune that they play when you start. To it's good. It, it comes in through the hospital speakers. Everyone sings along. <laughs> so, Michael says, "I was placed on my front, and then the probing began. Minutes of fruitless oh, wow. prodding passed." We haven't got any prod fruits out of this. The doctor says, very sort of concerned. <laughs> Nurse, any prod fruits? No, doctor. No, Damn it! Doctor. He slams the table. Damn it! <laughs> Digital. Yes, I know! Uh, then, catastrophe. The young oh, doctor no. delved too deeply. <gasps> and broke the seal. Flew too close to the sun! I like the Lord of the Rings reference there. Delve too deep. Is that a whole Lord of the Rings reference? And they call it a mine. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the mines of Moria. The dwarves delve too deep and work up the Balrog. Ah. And they call it a mine. Um, The dam burst. A turd torrent straight from my bum hit him directly in the face. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Like it found oil. (laughs) <laughs> in, I'm a in, pool in, there man. will be blood <laughs> <laughs> I prod your prod fruits I prod them up <laughs> I'm a pool man and this is my associate HW <laughs> this is my boy uh. um <laughs> Uh, uh, so, yeah, turd torrent straight from my bum, hit him directly in the face. The fecal fusillade, fusillade threw my semi-liquid shit all over his face, in his mouth, eyes, ears, nose, and all over his shirt. Oh, la, la. He oh, la, la. coughed, spluttered, stood up, and swooned. Wow. A senior doctor. And so Michael, Michael is at this point, like, one? Uh, he is 18 months, one and a half 18 months, 18 months, yeah. Yeah, one and a half. Um, a senior wow, doctor. Wow, amazing! Yeah, amazing power, like amazing power and volume from a, well, such a small child. Thirteen days of pressure in a in a less than one foot long body. Yeah, I mean, thirteen days of pressure would 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 rocket poo out of an adult man. Never mind a, a compact <laughs> child. And I guess it's all milk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, all very loose. A year and a half is that milk? Or are they eating things? I think they're starting. They're starting. I think they're starting. They're starting to eat stuff. Um, a senior doctor was on hand to catch the poor man and take him to another room to administer aid. My mum burst into tears and kept apologising. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, wow. he doesn't shit in our face at home. 
<laughs> he usually isn't like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> My dad spent the next 15 minutes laughing his head off, and I, the, ma- the miasmic mem- menace, sat up, let out a tremendous fart, and arranged an angelic smile upon my face. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to the doctor. Apparently, we never saw him again. He, yeah, he quit. He retired. Yeah. Perhaps he retrained as a lighthouse keeper, or a trawlerman, or an astronaut. Anything to escape the memory of my stench. <laughs> the story has passed into legend among the family, told by my father with inexhaustible gusto to anyone who'd listened. Friends, new girlfriends, passing postmen. It brings, <laughs> it brings with it no shame. I was young, and thankfully my bowels are now practically bomb-proof. It's just the nice. joy of a good story about shit. I commend it to the Bud Pod house. <laughs> uh, no one said that before. That's really funny. That's great. Hey, me and Pierre here going, Most good. Here, here. Poo-poo. <laughs> Great story, Michael. Thank yeah. you. Says, I hope you're both well. Keep on keeping on. And of course, you must simply, you simply must keep jacking it. Yours, I, Michael. Thank you very much, Michael. Yes, I would thank say you, that was delightful. And yeah, and shame, shame free because uh, you, you, nothing more can be expected of you at that age. That's perfect. Perfect crime. And is that, ah, so is that why he's called it the perfect poo story? Because it's the perfect crime. I think so, because of the lack of, of now shame. Yeah. Nice one. Yes, I think that's it is pretty perfect. Um yeah, good stuff. Um lovely. Well, I mean that's that's about the time that we have, I'm afraid, because it was such a delightful delightful tale. Yeah, such a delightful tale of of plops and docks. Isn't it funny that the story about the grown man who Shatter fountain in the bathtub. That's probably the end of his marriage. But for Michael, because he was one and a half, it's like ah. <laughs> it <laughs> yes. almost doesn't seem fair. It's harder to be cute when once you have back hair. <laughs> once you're so tangibly yeah. an adult, and uh, a bubbling fountain of shit rockets out of your bare bum in front of assembled guests. Yeah, yeah, you should know better then, I guess. Yeah, well, but at the very it's least. the last taboo. It's the yeah. final taboo, and it's one that I'm going to break. Damn it. I'm going to change it. <laughs> I'm going to fix society. Yeah. Um, yes, thanks for listening, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening, um, Oh, last week I was on uh, Have I Got News For You special mm. about Boris Johnson as he left office. With, um, it's on iPlayer now. Lovely. It's a sterling episode, I think. It's one for the ages. Um, it's me, the Ian and Paul, obviously, with Jack D hosting and Janet Street Porter, who's a real ledge, really. She, she has amazing stories. Yeah, so check it out. Um, otherwise, see you again soon and see the Patreons in the bonus pod. See you there. Bye. Bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.